Megan Fun of Sports is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to another episode of Megan Fun of Sports. I am Megan Gailey, who, you know, had a marathon of being a single mother this weekend, but I am joined by an actual marathoner, uh, fresh off her personal record during the Chicago Marathon. I don't even know how you made it there on time. Megan Connolly. Megan Gailey, I'm still on a high. Let me tell you, endorphins are a real thing because I have been bouncing off the walls since Sunday afternoon. I truly don't know how I made it on time as well. Um, my flight from Philadelphia. Well, let me just start at the beginning yeah, of the story. Give us, a little, had, give us a little timeline rundown. All right. So I was training to run a marathon in December, mm-hmm. right? We all know I want to break three hours. That's my goal. That's my dream. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. And about two weeks ago, my running coach, I put that in air quotes because, like, it's a guy that just tells me what to run. Like, I don't pay him any money. He's just just like a local. I run with a group of people, and we have designated him as our coach. Okay. Um, He texted a group of us and said, I got four free bibs to the Chicago Marathon. Does anybody want to run it? And me, being the psycho that I am, said, Mm -hmm. yeah, I want to run it. You love a deal, and you love running. Love a good coupon. So, um... I, I look at my schedule. I said, this is nearly impossible. I have work mm-hmm. in Philadelphia on Saturday. The race is on Sunday, but there is a flight that arrives at Midway Airport at 645. Oof. If my cousin picks me up, I can make it downtown for a 720 start. I, which I, is, can you even? <laughs> I talked to my cousin. She's like, we got this. We can do this. She pulled out a map of all the street closures. She planned our route to get there. I ran from the terminal to her car. She picked up my bib. I flew in my full marathon outfit. This is insane. She dropped me off about a half mile, maybe a mile away. I jogged to the start line and I ran the race. And uh, wouldn't you know it, but I ran the best marathon time I've ever ran in my whole life. And I was the least prepared for it. So what does that tell you folks? Do less. Just do less and you will be better. And you ran through the terminal and to the start line. To me, I'd be like, I'm done for the week exercise. Why? So you really, you ended up doing more like 27 and a half. Well, you saw me when we came on this recording. I was eating Cheetos. So now I'm just splurging. Yesterday, I ate a whole pizza all by myself. I'm in Connecticut right now. I had a Rico's pizza. Connecticut has good pizza. Connecticut, really all, good all the Eastern Seaboard, they got good pizza. Um, and you went to Lottie's afterwards in Chicago. The bur- that was a burger, I'm guessing, right? Oh yeah, Lottie's. It, Chicago is so great, especially this time of year. Yeah, I know, the I'm crisp jealous. Air, I'm so the jealous. The colors, the leaves, football. The Bears fans were excited because Why? they had a chance against the Vikings they before didn't. they got crushed. And um, Lottie's is a it's a great sports bar. I oh, mean. Yeah. It, it's up there in, in my top favorite no, bars. No, love Lottie's. It's also a, like, when I was there, I used to run an open mic in the basement there, so I used to get lots of special treatment at Lottie's, and it was one of the main locales for Chicago Fire. They would, like, oh. shut it down every few weeks for, like, a day or so, and it's the bar that's featured in that uh, in that show. But uh, um, you said today you were going to have I thought a- you meant the Chicago Fire soccer team. No. I was like, wow, hey, the MLS, no. you know, why not? <laughs> no. Um, you said you were going to get room service and lay in your hotel room. Your hotel room looks nice. Yeah, I am in the same hotel that I'm here all the time. They always oh, set okay, me up. Right. Yeah, I I come in, they don't even look at my ID. They're like, we know you. Great. And they have room service because a lot of these hotels, you know, as I've gone on some of my Karen rants are like, oh, no, we don't have room service because of COVID. And it's like, you know, that doesn't make sense. You know that you actually should have room service because of COVID. You should eat in your room. So this hotel has only room service because of COVID. Thank you. That is correct. And I am like, COVID's over (laughs) Well, no, for sure. Oh, I went to Trader Joe's yesterday, and guess what? The samples, samples are, are back, back baby. I, and I'm so like I was so happy to see them. I bought what it was. It was like fried broccoli. Like it's like something gross. But I was like, I'm so excited. I'm buying this sample. Ugh. Trader Joe's samples are 
by far and away the best because the workers, like in order to work at Trader Joe's, you just have to be a pleasant person. Yeah. Everybody there, a little earthy, crunchy, but so nice. And their samples exceed samples everywhere else. It's always like something that they cooked and then Mm -hmm. they'll tell you, you know, at home, you just put this in the crock pot, make it look very easy. When I was in college, I used to take a lap through Trader Joe's several times because- me you too. know, snacks are expensive. I used to do it so. at um, the Whole Foods right there, too, um, in Chicago. And definitely, sometimes I'd go, ah, I'm going to try this hot bar item. I know it's not technically a sample, but it seems like they want me to sample it. Um, and so I would I would live <laughs> off that. And these are these are the privileges of, of white women. We understand that. Because, um, yeah, I'll take a toothpick and I'll stick it anywhere I want and then eat it. Sorry. That's right. Um, okay, so the marathon was great. I'm so, so, so happy. Yeah, I, I, watching all these college football games and outdoor NFL games, I'm so jealous because it's, like, still warm in California, and you're like, oh, yeah, Megan, how sad for you? But I see these sweaters and these sweatshirts and this foliage. My parents are in Brown County, Indiana right now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would love that. I would love that. And the Sam Summer, I mean, not Sam Summer, Jesus, the Sam Adams Oktoberfest beer is back. And I think it should be the signature beer of football. It should be the signature beer of fall. We should stop talking about pumpkin spice lattes and start talking about Sam Oktoberfest beer because it has the fall flavor, but Mm. we don't go full pumpkin. So, you know, we are really doing a lot of good, um, brand plugs right now and they don't advertise with us um so we will move on trader joe's and sam adams unless you want to line our pockets okay we're women that need some money um and and get into our our let's start we're in a good mood let's start with our mensch of the week carry on this positivity into that i'm happy to go first my mensch of the week my mention my moron they're both coming from this monday night football game my mensch is travis kelsey and you probably are thinking yeah four touchdowns incredible that's not even why. In his post-game, uh, he was wished a happy belated birthday by Lisa Salters. And he said, you know what? Thank you so much. It's actually my mother's birthday today. So Travis Kelsey's birthday was last Wednesday. And then his mom's was on Monday. And you just get the you get the sense these Kelsey boys, they love their mama. And it really warms my heart. And I hope Conrad loves me just a fraction of how much Travis Kelsey loves his mama. And Travis Kelsey is so good looking and he's so good at football. And I, I direct you all to a little program called Catching Kelsey. It was a E show that was a dating show that came out 2015. Maybe. I mean, we're talking years ago. I watched it in its entirety in one sitting. I told Travis Kelsey, I watched it. He said, you must've been really depressed. And I said, I was a certain, a certain thing had just happened in the world um, that I won't get into, but I was depressed and you lifted me out of the dumps. Travis lifted my heart. Oh, I love him so much. I, I wish I could kiss him on the forehead. And he loves his mama. I've seen via Instagram that your husband has been shooting basketballs in front of your son. Yeah. I'd just like to bring up Tiger Woods' father used to swing a golf club in front of Tiger Woods' crib. So at this rate, your child is headed to the NBA, and hopefully he wishes you a happy birthday when he is also interviewed by Mrs. Yes, and let's also hope that that CJ takes not all of Tiger Woods' dad's parenting, you know, and some of just, the... Just um, the good stuff. Yeah, you know? just the good stuff. Leave some of the rest. Okay, who is your mensch this week? My mensch of the week is the Patriots equipment staff because those uniforms on Sunday, those helmets with the old school Pat Patriot, the red jerseys, it has been far too long since the world has seen these. We need more of them. We need them to do just to work this into the rotation. Uh-huh. Make it make it a regular jersey for the Patriots because they are beautiful. I do think this team sucks. I oh, do not well. like watching this team even though they had a shutout win this past weekend they over the Lions. They helped me fantasy gonna, big time too. Big time. I will get to this later when we do our NFL recap, but I do not like this team. However, the uniforms made them more enjoyable to watch even though they had a win. And this so. is this is the helmet where it looks like a revolutionary war um, soldier like is playing man. football. Yeah. yeah, and I and you you listen. We're in war. Let's let's have a little pickup game, okay? Um, which is which is nice to imagine. USA. Okay, Eddie, who's your mensch this week? 
Well, my mensch this week uh, is Grady Jarrett and it's Chris Jones. And why I'm picking them is because of their reaction to the egregious penalties calls, in the, which hint hint's probably going to be my uh, moron of the week. But uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Grady Jarrett. I think we have a podcast collective moron yeah, of the week. Yeah. Um, Grady Jarrett saying that he's not in a little but a lot disbelief and he's uh, left clueless after that, uh, the hit on Tom Brady, which Tom Brady called just a long hug. Um, and I, you know, that is, uh, I thought was the worst call I've ever seen. Uh, maybe outside of the Nikel Roby Coleman, you know, the, the, the saints playoff game, uh, non DPI call there. Uh, and then the Chris Jones hit happened where it wasn't even a hit. He took the ball and just kind of fell forward on top of Derek Carr. Chris and Jones. that one was called <laughs> rough in the passer. And then Chris Jones post game was saying, uh, that, you, you know, that if they're going to start reviewing little things, they should start reviewing everything. Uh, which is a great point by him. And, and, you know, it's just one of those things where he's a 300-plus pound man moving at full speed. I'm not sure what you think he could potentially do um, to change uh, his motion there. So it's just – it's terrible. And like I said, spoiler, my more in the league. It's just the NFL Rules Committee, the Competition Committee, the, uh, you know, Jerome Boger, and the, I believe Carl Sheffers was the ref of the game last night. Um, you know, I don't want to pin it solely on the refs because they're calling the, the right penalty per the rules. So the NFL and the point of emphasis. Yes. Yes. So it's not okay. totally their fault, but it has to be changed. Okay, so that you went right into your moron. Um, yes. Now, while while we're while we're here, do we just touch on this? Because yeah, I, let's just dive in. Megan, because I think we can all agree the this this is our collective Megan fun of sports I, moron of the week. This is actually I am opting out. You are. I am. And you're, you're, you're both not going to like this, but you know, I, and, and I, I agree with Chris Jones. I also feel bad for Chris Jones because he's who got the penalty against the Colts, which led. So it's like, he's having a tough flag year and he seems lovely. Um, now what is, what is difficult is that we sat on this very podcast last week and said what happened in this Tua situation was egregious and terrible and Tua honestly could have died. Um, and we, we've seen really brutal hits. And so while I agree with Chris Jones, review it. I think that's a hundred percent correct. I also go, it's very difficult to one week go, oh my gosh, we have to make sure these things don't happen. And then the next week go, let them hit them. So it's just, and, and I'm not saying you guys are wrong. It just, it, I, I feel myself pulled both ways. And I'm almost kind of glad that Derek Carr got a bad call too, because it, and I think maybe that was on purpose because it felt like, oh, Tom Brady gets it all, the goat. And, and, and I think there's been his own teammate said, yes, Tom Brady's going to get that call for all that he's done. And he is the face of the NFL. Jordan used to get calls that other guys wouldn't get. There is, so it, it, it ended up making everybody come down on Tom Brady, which is fun. We know we like that. But then that. Derek Carr gets a call too. And it's like, nobody cares about Derek Carr. No offense. You know, I know Jesus does, but, but like the, the <laughs> league at large, maybe not so much. So I, I just don't want to see anyone. And, and obviously the Tua situation is, is different um, because he shouldn't have been allowed back in the game. But I don't think it's so different that it's apples to oranges. And we can't want these quarterbacks to be protected and then also be mad when the calls are going in the way to protect them. I do hear you on all of this, but on the other side of things, one, it is football and both of those hits were completely clean. Yes. They were completely clean. And I agree. The Monday night game looked a lot worse at first glance. And then when you saw it again, you're like, oh, that was really nothing. And if the defensive side of the ball, if they're going to have to keep playing timid and they're mm-hmm. going to have to keep making adjustments to the way that they tackle and the way that they play the game, that can lead to even more injuries because now you have guys that are out there that are thinking way too much before they go to do their thing and before they go to make these plays. And I understand the Tua situation. We don't want to see that. Mm-mm. We don't want to see what happened. But in that game, Tua shouldn't have been playing. This is not. on the medical staff. This is on the protocols that allowed him back in. This is on the Miami Dolphins. 
We can't have Tua in that game. Tom Brady, of course, yeah, he's going to get that call. And of course, he's going to bitch and moan and complain until he does get that call. Um, does he deserve it? Maybe a little bit because he's Tom Brady, but it did ruin the momentum the that game the Atlanta was on the Falcons line. had as they were making yes. their comeback no, to the game. And, and it just makes me hate Tom Brady more, which I'm all about, right. but come on. Like it changed the game. It impacted the game. And obviously Derek Carr, I saw his post game. He's thrilled about getting that call. Who wouldn't be thrilled about getting he that goes, call? He goes, they care but- about me. Oh my God. True Sally Field Oscar speech. It's like they do. They like you, Derek. They do. Um, I. This can't happen. It's an overcorrection. And the reason that Tua's injury happened wasn't because of the refs. It wasn't because of the calls. It was because he was playing when he shouldn't have been playing. Hello. I think what's really annoying too, and and like disappointing, is that we're all sort of in agreement of like the NFL. You got to go back to the drawing board. You got to go back to the drawing board with the protocols, and you got to go back to the drawing board with this with these roughing the passer and they're not going to like that. Like I think the NFL wakes up every day and go, well, yesterday was perfect. Today's going to be perfect. Tomorrow's going to be perfect. And it's like, you're not perfect. You don't have an a plus like you really you know why they could. look at their bank account and they're like, yep, it's going really well. Everything yeah. is going great here in the NFL. But at the end of the day, it is football. And those tackles were fine. There's nothing wrong with them. You can't take away tackling from this sport. Then it's flag football. Yeah. Um, so my, or I keep looking over because I have the uh, Mariners Astros game and I saw Dusty Baker. He's cute. Um, my moron of the week, friend of the pod, you might say, Josh McDaniels. I mean. Oh, very good friend of the pod. As I was watching it, so the Chiefs go for two, they don't get it, and then the the Raiders go for two, which would have given them the league, the point, the, the lead, the point after would have given them the tie. There's four and a half minutes left, and we know the Chiefs can score a touchdown in truly record time. Like if you give them twelve seconds, you've given them eleven seconds too long. So I. And, and they kept going, This the analytics, it's a coin toss on this. I thought it was stupid at the moment, and it proved to be stupid. And I feel really bad, and that's all I'm going to say until after the break when we go more into the ending of this game. But he is my moron, um, and I, he has been my moron for many years and continues to be my moron in the future. <laughs> How'd you think the visor looked yesterday? <laughs> Great. Super. I mean, honestly, a visor in Vegas is basically a tuxedo. So it was, he, he looks great in Vegas. Josh McDaniels is a Vegas 10. And I say that as I, someone who spent six days in Vegas. I was not feeling great about myself when I went to Vegas. I, in Vegas, I go, I am Kate Middleton to these people. I am the hottest woman they have ever seen. And I came back to LA with that, I'm riding that high and I refuse to leave my house because I will be proven otherwise. And I said, no, I'll stay in this house where I'm a 10. Thank you. I actually felt a lot like you and thought of you a couple weeks ago. I had to stay in a hotel in Fargo, North Dakota, oh, and it was man. late at night. And I ended up going to like North Fargo instead of regular Fargo. So I went to the wrong hotel. I arrived at this hotel at 1 a.m. after work, full TV glam, glam on. Oof. And I walked in, and I don't know if Fargo's ever seen someone who looked no. like that. And they were like, you are in the wrong hotel, but if you want this to be the right hotel, we can yeah. arrange for that. Yeah, penthouse suite at the Holiday Inn Express for you and those that lashes. That is right. Let's okay. go. Who is your moron? Oh, I, I'm, I'm with oh, Eddie. I, okay, we we're all good. moron. We're all good. Okay, well then let's take a brack. Right, let's take a little a break. A brack? What? There, I, haven't, I don't think I've said one word correct today. Uh, let's take a wait. Oh my God, I can't even get it. Let's take a break and then we'll be back. Caesar, Cleo, the Mannings, Henrik Lundquist, and now yours truly. Yes, that's right. Megan Fun of Sports is now a proud member of the Caesars Empire. And your very first bet? It's on Caesars, up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. The first bet also gives you 1,000 tier credits and 1,000 rewards credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. So download the app, use promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L, and go full Caesar this season. 
21 plus, 19 plus in Ontario, must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Know when to stop betting before you start. Gambling problem? Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. In Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Boiser City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK to 467-369. In Ontario, visit connectontario.ca or call one 866 2600 or text CONNEX to 247247. In Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369-4 New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We're back. I combined, I combined break and back into Brack. I right. love it. I think we should make that a new word. <laughs> well, you know who else is on a break right now? Look at that little transition there. We did a lot of speaking of last week. This mm-hmm. time, I don't know what our transitions are going to be. But on a break are Giselle and Tom Brady. We know now that they have hired divorce lawyers. And my favorite part of this story is that an image leaked of Giselle carrying an Amazon cardboard box on her way to go see a spiritual healer. And she was not wearing her wedding ring when she was spotted seeing this spiritual healer. Okay, nothing says I'm about to move like carrying a loose Amazon box in the wild. Megan, you're the, you're, I say this every time, even though you despise him, you're the closest to this situation. How are all of these leaks happening? Like, do does Giselle want this out there? Because this is a distraction for Tom Brady during a season that's not going exactly according to plan. So, does she want 
it out there? Is it just sort of like we all are making more of this? Because I almost never wear my wedding ring. I just really, and I love my husband. I'm not divorcing him, but I, my fingers are a little chunky still. And I honestly sometimes forget and I just don't have it on. Wow. I wear mine constantly, but I actually fell on Saturday. I took a little tumble just walking. Sometimes it's difficult. And two of the diamonds in my wedding band <gasps> fell out. So I'm just uh, going engagement ring for right now. Yeah, yeah I was... never wear my engagement ring. Never. Wow. I know. I think it's like we got and married. And you designed and it. it. Yeah, kind of. Hmm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Are we going to have to... Hack? No, I'm just no, kidding. No. You love your husband. That's not going to happen. Okay. I need to get it resized is what's... But, like, I know that that's not Giselle. Giselle is not suffering from chunky fingers like I am right now. Um, oh, no. She's stressed. I mean, maybe her diet has changed. I need a spiritual um, healer. Oh, boy. So, my thoughts on this situation... From what I know about Tom Brady, I think his biggest character flaw, if we want to consider it a flaw, is that he's very emotional. Really? He is an emotional man. He is the only boy in a family of all women. And I think at his core, that is who he is, is just an um, emotional, caring person. Ditto. I think all of a sudden he is thrust into the limelight. He is this average man, six-round pick, from Michigan thrust into the limelight and I think that's why it's been so hard for me to watch Brady change from New England sweetheart to suddenly I'm better than everybody yeah. else and I have my TB12 method and that's why I don't like this new Tom and that's and how so Giselle I, feels too Giselle's like he's a different person you and Giselle you're you're smelling the same thing we are so I think Giselle knows by getting these stories out there Tom at his core will feel bad and this will distract him and maybe make him change his mind and retire from football. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So maybe she's leaking these because she doesn't actually want a divorce. She just wants him to retire. Well, it's kind of come to the point though, where she has to force yeah, or yeah, at yeah. least talk there, about divorce yeah. because nothing else is getting through to him at this moment. But what I want to know is, like, what is in this Amazon box? Because it's not just, like, a new package. She no. clearly has an old Amazon box, and she put in maybe some voodoo dolls, maybe mm -hmm. some, like, Candles, maybe her engagement ring is crystals, in there. Maybe a picture of them is sage. in there. Maybe we have crystals in there. Yeah. Um, maybe some items that are have a lot of sentimental value to mm -hmm. the relationship are mm -hmm. in this box. I want to know what is inside the box and I want to know what the spiritual healer does. Have you seen a spiritual healer before? Um, I think I have actually, but like I didn't mean okay. to, you know, I think even some of my friends in LA would say they're spiritual healers. You know, the past few days there's been a blood full moon. So we should have been burning intentions and set, or we should have been setting intentions, burning things. I missed it. And I really actually deeply need a spiritual healer. I need to be meditating. I'm really, oof, my energy, it's down in the dumps. I'm struggling. And so Is when Mercury I, still in retrograde? I don't think so. Oh shoot! I well, think the it's spiritual, just the blood moon. Um, the spiritual doctor is Doctor Iwa, and this is a return visit. She came all the way to Florida. Um, Giselle was wearing a prayer necklace when she was spotted to see this doctor, and then Doctor Iwa came armed with some Tupperware filled with yellow soap and two cups. <coughs> so apparently, when you go to a spiritual leader, they bring yellow soap. No other color and yeah. two cups, not three, not one. Two cups. Two cups. Yes. Two cups, one spiritual healer. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we were all thinking it. There okay. are two girls and two cups. I think Dr. Iwa is a female. I'm not sure. You but know, um, Giselle is also living in Miami. She yeah. has been spotted working out, which hitting the gym, which if you're Giselle, like she's you don't good. go to a public gym. No, do you? she's she's wild and out. She's I, get her on Real Housewives of Miami, honestly. I would love that. Okay, then she I can think team she's up a with a little too earthy, crunchy. Of for course, Housewives no, of Miami. course she is. I just want it. But you know, okay. So we got Martina Navratilova's wife is on it. Scottie Pippen's ex, and then we get Giselle. That's a that's a that's some, ratings. 
Oh, yeah, and those are some actual, like, Scotty Pippen's not the goat, but he's goat adjacent. Mar Martina Navratilova, you can make a case for her, goat adjacent. Um, Tom Brady, goat, we're going, go, 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 go. And Martina Navratilova actually has a goat, an actual goat. Okay. A pet goat. S okay, someone who desperately needs some spiritual healing and can afford it. We have come to our first firing of the season. Now, people thought it was going to be Frank Reich. I bet there were some extra points followers that put some money on it being Frank Reich. No, baby, it was, and, and he's a coach that I forget in name and visibility. Matt Rule of the Carolina Panthers has been fired, made it two full seasons, and then this little baby half season. He is walking away with $48 million still, though. He is owed $48 million past the end of this contract. I said, get me fired. I got to get fired from the NFL. I know, and he'll probably get another job as like a coordinator or something in a couple years, and then a few years from now, he'll be a college head coach and making even more money. I just... We, we picked the wrong profession. We really should have been in coaching. We would have a commercial. Yeah. We would have endorsement deals. We would get fired and get paid to be fired. I'm, and he's, listen, he's, he all of you women out there. Oh, also, by the way, um, it is like the month of the girl or the week of the girl. So, is you it? know, congrats to Megan and I for being girls. Um, okay, great. It's our time. So nobody better step in our way right now. But if you are a young woman out there right now and you want to be like an aspiring podcaster or whatever it is you may want to be, rethink that, become a coach. Yeah. Um, he's actually leaving at like a pretty good time. I know nobody wants to be fired and especially be, when you're fired and it's breaking news, that's got to be tough. But his um, starting quarterback, I almost said star, but he's a star because he's in a lot of commercials, not having a necessarily great season. Baker Mayfield hurt out a couple of weeks. So the Panthers are in a tailspin. Whenever I tweet um, disappointed stuff about the Colts, I have an aunt who's a Panthers fan, and she always goes, Panthers on at one. You know, like she's like, just wait. You think it's bad? Just wait for the Panthers. And they're, they're kind of a team I forget about. Like, oh, yeah. I feel like I could name almost every team, and then I'm like, the Cardinals, the Panthers. Like, there's ones that sort of just, like, slip through my mind, and, and they're one of them. So as I listened to PTI yesterday, it's like, this wasn't even, like, this didn't even make headlines. Like, it was just sort of like an afterthought of, like, this guy who came straight from college ended up being a failure. What a surprise. And he's out. And it's a tough time for college coaches who want to make a transition to the NFL. It all started with Urban Meyer. And They're now all bad. Matt They're, Rule. They do a bad job. in Arizona. Um, okay. So last night's Monday night football game. Oh, wait. One more, one more little button on that. Um, Christian McCaffrey now. Yeah. Rumors swirling that he could be traded to none other than the Buffalo Bills, which I think is unfair. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, the Bills they are good enough. Him. They should. Can... Can Daniel Stern come back from the dead and veto that and be like, nope, that's you're too good now? No, like David Stern. No, we don't want that. <laughs> Daniel Stern what? is the guy from Home Alone. <laughs> oh boy! And I know David Stern was the NBA commissioner. I'm saying because he blocked that Chris Paul trade. Maybe it was a walk too far, and then I got his name wrong. <laughs> See, when you said Daniel Stern, I just assumed that you moved. That you meant David Stern. I didn't yeah, really understand. You. But I just went with it. I just was like, you know but what? But now gonna... does it make sense? Because he blocked yeah, the... Yeah, it definitely... Yes. Okay, thanks. You know, jokes are always better when you have to um, explain, explain them. them and correct yourself. So, mm -hmm. putting that... Writing that one down in the notebook. Going to do that. I'm performing... You get the sympathy laugh, you know? Thanks. I'm performing at a sex shop tonight. Taking me and my... Mm -hmm. Cloud sweater and my white jeans on down to the pleasure chest in Hollywood. All right, so Monday Night Football ended oh on a on a bang for the Chiefs on a whimper for the Raiders. The Raiders are ugh, it feels like they're cursed, and they're having such bad luck and they're in the city of luck so that's even more confusing they go for this two-point conversion as I said was idiotic and then Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams ran into each other in a whoopsie daisy I mean you could hear Chris Berman's voice coming out of the tv without it even being there so embarrassing 
I, I don't even know who was to blame. I'm guessing Hunter Renfro. Uh, but Devontae Adams, obviously frustrated at the end of the game as he's walking to the tunnel, he pushes over a cameraman, like pretty aggressively. Okay. When I first saw it, I said, good for Devante. I thought the cameraman was in his face filming him. And like, we've all seen those paparazzi shots where like, uh, you're like mm -hmm. trying to get out of LAX and like they've somehow, <laughs> you have underwear on, but they've somehow gotten your underwear off and you can see your vagina and you go, how'd my vagina wind up on TMZ? You know, I thought it was one of those situations. You speak like this has happened to you before. <laughs> no, it's a dream. It's a dream of mine to be caught. I would love my LAX. vagina to be on TMZ. We should all be so lucky to be relevant enough to be pantyless at LAX and it be news. But that's not what happened. We were getting multiple angles of this, almost like it was a replay, uh, like that it was a call challenge. So then I see an angle. The cameraman was merely like, walking to just go do his job didn't even know Devonte adams was there and it had real school bully vibes from that second angle he pushes him i mean he he flies down and people are saying it's a flop Devonte adams is a strong guy big guy he flies to the ground and and today's development is a police report has been filed Megan. Good. A police report should be filed. Wow. I am the wife of a camera guy. <clears throat> I Last week you asked me what cause I would like to protest, and cameraman abuse is my number one cause after yesterday. Jesus Christ. Like, here are people. Nothing makes me more angry than these athletes treating these people that work for them and cover them and put them on the cover of magazines and put them on national television, treating them like crap. Because these people, they're working 12 plus hour days. They got no sleep. And guess what? They're making like a tiny itty bitty fraction of what you're making and they're treating them like there's some fan who ran on the field and we're just gonna hit him like what the heck is wrong with you this guy is trying to do his job and Devante is just um obviously overly emotional and he pushes him out of the way but that's not how you act as a human being <laughs> I don't care if you lost no the game. it's like, not can we take a deep breath and relax and I know he apologized um his first question by the Twitter. Media. Yeah, via well, Twitter. Well, and also the first question asked by the media, um, he apologized and he basically said, like, the guy ran into me. It's like, we, yeah, no, that's, we got the footage. Yeah, no, that's definitely not what happened. I I wish that the police had it been involved. I, I honestly, I hope this ends up having like a happy ending where they, not one of those, where they like go and have a meal and, and hash it out. I do think this guy's going to end up with some monetary compensation. Well, which is good. He should have yeah. some money. I mean, this whole thing happened on TV. It's like, Nothing it's, serious is going to happen. No, but it's really it embarrassing. I, I, I honestly felt bad for him, and it's embarrassing to just, like, be a grown man doing your job and be pushed over like that, like you're a rag doll. I want them to go out to eat, go to the Cheesecake Factory, break some brown bread together. I wish the police were not involved. I understand that's probably... And, and, and Devante just sort of putting a blanket statement out on Twitter, like, hey, I hope you see this. It's like... Devante, you need to you, find out who yeah, he is. Go to your PR guy yeah. and find out who the person what is. What his name and is. And you need to contact him directly. You That's need to what you yes. should do. There needs to be a card. There needs to be an edible arrangement. There needs to be a sack of cash. And 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 that sort of... we You can't do that. I do think Devante is a good guy. And I do think that the Raiders have driven him insane. <laughs> I think he should hire us to do a little damage control on this. Go to the spiritual healer. Call up Giselle. Go, listen, I brought my pads. Get me two cups and some yellow soap. Yeah, that will fix the whole situation. Everybody knows that now. Two cups, yellow soap, Amazon box, and pearl necklace. We're good to go. We're good the to whole go. Situation. There was one player when I worked for the Patriots who was um, not nice to... <gasps> camera people around his locker and would say some some pretty mean things so I've, I've seen these athletes act this way and it really bothers me because it's not like these people are here to get an autograph and it's not like these no, people are here 
to stalk you. They're, they're trying to do their job. Yeah, so. I've also heard of celebrities. Um, one in particular who is not a nice person. I think I've told you guys this in the thread. And they were at a show, and a cameraman who's like a famous cameraman, a part of the show, wanted to get a photograph with them. And they were like, no, I don't really do that. And it was described to them, oh, okay, you don't have to. This is just your cameraman who's in charge of making you look good. But if you don't want to do that, that's fine. And then they go, oh, no, 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 I'll take the picture now. It's like, uh, I see people, and I'm sure you have too, be mean to hair and makeup. I go, hair and makeup? Those are my favorite people. Hair and makeup. Those are our guardian angels. They've got the gossip. They've got the makeup. They make my hair look good when it looks bad. These are, I'm leaving my entire will to hair and makeup. Yeah, I've come to hair and makeup in real rough shape before. And, and I left magic. there looking like a 12. So okay. we need them. I've come very hungover. We've fixed the bloodshot eyes. Yeah. I mean, hair and makeup, I, I've had bruises on my face that you okay. couldn't even see. So we're, we're good. Are you okay? Are you blink, blink twice if you're fine? Okay, you're I'm good. blinking right now. Um, I've just been on the road for 11 days, so it's starting rough, to get to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough shape is how I would describe these Los Angeles Rams. Now, Megan, I took the Cowboys to cover, and I was correct, because these Rams are reeling. And I don't know if it's a chunky soup curse, but once you've got the head coach in commercials, you've lost your way. They won the Super Bowl, and now they just, they don't have it. And they've got Cooper... Cup. I've got him on my fantasy team. He's delivering. Matt Stafford is uh, fine. The offensive line is bad. Not as bad as the Colts, but bad. The the Aaron Donald is not able to sort of change the games in the ways. It feels like maybe the rest of the NFL has figured out Sean McVay and this reign of terror that they had has come to an end. Oh no, Wonder Boy. Oh no, what will we ever do? Sean McVay just bothers me because he got way too much praise way too early in his career. Um, but obviously he won the Super Bowl, so we got to give it to him there. But um, I think it's about time for the Rams fans, if there are any, to start blaming Sean McVay's hot fiance or girlfriend. Mm. We've reached that point in the losing streak where we have to point to outside forces, the girlfriend's too hot or fiance, whatever, maybe wife. I don't know. I haven't checked on his relationship status in a while, but I know there is a steady relationship going. Um, I bet against the Cowboys in this situation because Cooper Rush has been looking too good, yeah. and he's been 4-0 and with this Cowboys team. We are bound for a come-down-to-earth game. And we you, were bound you said that last week. A, you said that last week. Yeah, and we were bound <laughs> for a McCarthy's going to screw this one up, and it hasn't happened yet. So now I'm like torn what to do. And this has kind of been a problem throughout the NFL. Like all of these teams have such similar records that I can't like get a feel for which team is no, trending it's... in the right direction. You know, I'm like, this yeah. is the Cowboys week to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that the Lions were going to go in with their great offense and dominate Mm-mm. the Patriots, and that didn't happen. I mean, all of these teams are just confusing me. A couple weeks ago, I said that maybe we got to start talking about Trevor Lawrence for MVP. And then the next week, he has four fumbles, and then he looks terrible. Like, I can't get a feel on any of these teams. It's really confusing, and now we're at week five. So it's like, well, now actually week six. So it's like, we really should be starting to level out. I I think there is sort of this, oh, the preseason doesn't matter has trickled in, and that is some of it, but it's gone pretty far in that I I don't know what, it's like, is it outside forces? The games have been brutal. I thought this first slate of Sunday games were really bad and I was like flipping around I'm like let me find a not I mean I I I honestly ended up watching mostly the the Bill Steelers because the Steelers losing brings me true joy but I struggled and I know Thursday night's game this past Thursday night which featured my Colts and the Broncos so we're talking horsey versus horsey 
People were calling it one of the worst games they've ever seen. Now, I take offense to that. The Colts ended up winning. I don't know how. Um, it defies reason. In the way that the Raiders lost, given the successful game they had last night, the Colts winning was so confusing. And we had almost a repeat of that horrific, just hand it to Marshawn play that ended the Seahawks uh, would have been Super Bowl win. And Richard Sherman was having PTSD on the Amazon stage. Like he, he was like, I, I feel like I just saw the same thing happen. <laughs> Russell Wilson, now it's coming out that maybe he's hurt. And it's like, I think that is, of course, there are, everyone at this point in the season is a little banged up. They just are. Yes. And and it reminded me of who I think I would be if I was an NFL player. I think I would be on the sideline in a boot almost all the time, always in a boot. And then I'd be taunting the fans. You know, like when the injured player who's not going into the game is like, yeah, you want a piece of me? It's like, you have a boot on, you're not doing anything. So I would be that guy. But then I would also, if I was in the game, I would be the guy who messes up and then goes, oh no, I'm hurt. Like, it's like I fumble and then I go, oh my tricep tour. That is who I would be. I would be taking no blame for anything. And I would constantly be saying I was hurt. And I think maybe that's a little bit what's happening with Russell. I appreciate the honesty and I appreciate your, your self-awareness there with you. I mean, I also love how the hurt player always warms up to keep everybody guessing, like, are they going to play? You know? yeah. Like, oh, he was out in warmups, but then he came back out with he a said, boot on. no, I don't think so. I remember when Russell Wilson was traded to the Broncos and suddenly it's like, wow, this AFC West is They're going to be phenomenal. Oof. We thought, you know, Vegas was going to be really good. We thought the Rams were going to be really good. Obviously, we thought the Broncos were going to be good. And man, it's not looking so pretty over you, there anymore. You know who's having um, a good what season I was against... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, I just have to get this in. Um, you know who's having a good season against the AFC West? The Indianapolis the Colts. Colts. <laughs> I have to ask you, though, was this a win that you were even happy about? Because it just kind of ended. Was, and it was like, well, I guess I guess it's over. I mean, listen, it was exhausting. It brought no joy to my life. But I love Stefan Gilmore. Happy to have him and his beautiful family. He's the reason we've won both games that we have. I if, if I could deport the offensive line. Now, I don't know if you can deport people that are born and raised in the United States, but if I could deport them and I would send them as far away as possible, I go, offensive line, you now live in South Korea. Have a great damn time. I would send them there. But um, yeah, it did make me happy because people were texting me. Like I'm the only Colts fan most people know. And that's true. And I, and I said, listen, a win's a win. And then I got to watch all of Sunday games on my high horse, my high little Colts pony, going, oh, we win. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> um, we have to talk about, before we move on from the NFL, our good friend, friend of the show, Dan Campbell. We know him. We love him. We yeah. fell in love on Hard Knocks. And his offense this season has been really, really good. Yeah. Heading into week five, they were the best offense in the NFL. Crazy. They're underdogs coming into Gillette Stadium. This Patriots team is not good. I don't care what anybody tells me. They are not good at all. But this team is a team of Bill Belichick's wet dreams. Special teams and defense. He just loves it. Um, running the ball. I mean, this is what Bill Belichick has has dreamed of coaching for his entire career and he has complete control over this team but I do think young coaches like Dan Campbell unfortunately when they go to play the best coach to ever live that is Bill Belichick yeah I think they crap their pants and they just can't they can't do anything and they, that's they, exactly what we saw happen to the Lions yeah we and call it makes that me a little sad for Dan Campbell no we call that a DK Metcalf card off the field <laughs> and I I think Dan Campbell, you know, he has so much enthusiasm. I think his seat is hot right now. I think it is. No, 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 no. I He's got is. at least one more year. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. The defense no. is really bad. The defense is really bad. Yeah. But he, and I mean. Listen, no. it's the Lions. No, no, no. But um, I don't want that. I don't want that. 
I want, but it, it, he's going to have a career as a motivational speaker. I, I he's going to be fine. Um, but he could sell, he could sell yogurt to a lactose intolerant person. He's got passion, but I think his, I think his seat warmer is going on. I think his booty's heating up. I do. Okay. Our, both of our bets won last week. So good job by us. We are in the green. We are making money. We are giving out more picks. Megan, what do you like this week? Okay, this Sunday night game is exciting. This NFC East matchup. Eddie, I know you're going to be... I mean, you you want both teams to lose if that was possible. Um, it is not. The, the, the line's 42. I think they're going over. I think this is going to be okay. high scoring. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. I see these teams scoring and really coming down to the wire, and and that means points. So I think over for Sunday night football. Over for Sunday night football. I like that. Thank um, you. Oof. Megan, it jumps right off the page. I see Jaguars against the Colts. Okay. And we know statistics tell us that the Colts have not covered against the Jaguars in quite nope, some that, time. Shut out. Haven't haven't won a AFC South matchup, and it's really bad. Yeah. So I gotta pick um, with my brain here, not my heart. My heart says I want the Colts, but I'm going to take the Jags plus two. Maybe they don't win, but they will cover. Colts win this game. Colts are going to win this game. As long as they they win by one, I'm happy. Colts are going to win this game, or I'm going to fly back to Indianapolis with my son. I'm going to put him in the baby carrier, and then I'm going to to physically fight the offensive line. I'm going to physically fight them. And this will all be possible because the only flight from Los Angeles to Indianapolis is a red eye, and after flying with a newborn on a red eye, you will be ready to fight anybody and Everyone filled with rage. In your I'm way. gonna I'm gonna uh, take their legs it. out and then I'm gonna sit on their bellies. That's my plan. Um, okay, let's take a break and we'll be back. Look, I did it that time. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, the NBA, ooh, it's drama-filled. Ben Simmons airballed, and we've decided he may not even know how to hold a ball correctly. But the real news is this Draymond Green-Jordan Poole fight. Now, we heard about this, and we go, yeah, fights happen, training camp especially, Draymond, yes, of course. And then the video got leaked. I don't know who, I don't know how, but this video, oh my gosh, it was worse than we all thought. It's, there's no sound, and so that makes it even worse. And now Draymond is taking a self-imposed leave of absence. What were your thoughts when you saw this video? Draymond is out of control between his podcast and starting this fight and everything he's been doing. I think he's actually lost his mind. Uh I mean, a common thread that we've been talking about this week in our group chat is Antonio Brown on social media and how he's lost his mind and how he's been trolling Tom Brady. Maybe never had a mind to lose. lose. This is true. Um, And maybe how he's going to try to sleep with Giselle, which I think is like... I did laugh out loud. I know he, like you shouldn't say that about somebody's wife, but it was pretty funny. Loved it. I, um, I think Draymond is is trending in that direction yeah. with his crazy bold takes, his crazy podcast, and yeah. now starting fights. Yeah, and so that is my initial reaction, and then and then I step back and I go, unfortunately, I see a lot of myself in Draymond. 
Uh oh. Yeah, I see. I see myself being threatened by a younger, hotter person and going, "No, I need to put them down." And it's like I think what is happening is this is coming from a deeply insecure place, and we all know Draymond had a bad playoffs and especially bad finals. And of course, he's a he's a, a legend. He is part of one of the greatest teams of all time. We're not taking any of that away from him, but it seems as though the book is closing. The chapters are are coming to an end of his career, and I think he's deeply threatened by this younger, hotter, newer version, and it's difficult for him, and he, instead of getting to the core of that, which is insecurity and jealousy, he is lashing out, and I don't know. I think the craziest part is you think of certain organizations, and the Warriors are one of them, of just like class act. We've got Steve yes. Kerr. We've got Seth Steph Curry. Curry. You know, they just, they seem like they've got it together. They're good guys. Like We got the Splash Bros. Yeah, Everybody likes Clay. Clay endorses milk. Like, they couldn't be any more just like, yeah, we're good. And then someone went so rogue. And and I'm and I'm wondering if it is going to end up being a Jordan Poole camp situation, but you don't expect this happening with this type of organization. And I honestly think the NBA needed something because it was it had been all football. We were all like, oh yeah, the NBA is starting. I really wasn't that excited, and now I'm like, this is exciting. <laughs> I am excited. Now I have to ask you. You said that you see a lot of yourself in yeah. Draymond. Recently, a video was leaked of Megan Gailey flashing her nursing bra yeah. on stage at a comedy club. Was yeah. this in any way an act similar to Draymond Green's lashing out? You said, you know what? I've reached a boiling wow. point. All these hot little <laughs> here oh, with their me. little bodies. I'm showing everybody the big old hooters. I have tears. I have tears because actually... The show was comedy and pole dancing, and I was so threatened that I can't pole dance. I don't have the upper body strength. I don't. Uh, I, I I have the body. I think. I think we all accept all bodies now. But I couldn't climb a pole if Conrad was the top of it and needed mama. And so I saw all these pole dancers, and they were so talented and so lovely, and and I wanted to feel special and good too, and show. I showed everyone my nude colored nursing bra. You're right. And that that was the Draymond in me. Megan Gailey is becoming the Draymond Green of the stand-up comedian world. And you have many podcasts to, you know. Lose it on. For Abs people to hear your voice. Absolutely so become It's okay. It's okay. I'm just really glad that you had this moment to let us all know yeah. um, about that. Um, let's briefly give baseball its due. These divisional series, no, we're in the divisional series. These wildcard series were so fun. I'm glad they don't do the oh, travel. Yeah. They do three games. We're here. Um, City Field, oh boy. I'm sad for the Mets. I really am. And I know some Mets fans, Sal, my friend Jordan, a lot of comedians like the Mets. And I think that's some sort of masochist thing that, it, that exists in them. Uh, really sad. Yeah, I actually think it's worse for Mets fans than it was for me as a White Sox yeah. fan because at least my misery just ended sooner. Yeah. And the Mets had a season of seasons. There was a lot to be excited about as a Mets fan, over 100 wins. I mean, they had the trumpet situation. It was epic. Everything about Diaz. the Mets. I was rooting oh, for the Mets. You're, you're, I was I too. Mean, I love... I I really love City Field. I love Queens. Um, I was really rooting for them. I mean, and this is a Padres team that does not have Fernando Tatis. Like, they don't have their best player. And I'm like, is Manny Machado playing eight positions? I'm very confused. But it was tough for me because when I gave up on my White Sox, I initially <clears throat> became a Mets fan and right. then I became a Padres fan. Or maybe it was the other way around. I can't remember because my allegiance was so split. But I did become a Mets and Padres fan this season and then they went against each other. I feel bad for them, but I, it would be terrible if the Padres won nothing with this roster. I don't know. I'm sorry, Mets fans. I'm just talking myself into a hole. No, it's sad. We, we love you, and we're sending you um, condolences here at Megan Fun of Sports. Um, the Mariners and— Devontae Adams is going to send you all a fruit basket, yes. just like that camera Absolutely. guy. Absolutely. Um, the Mariners and Astros kicking off um, right now. We're recording this on Tuesday. I'm rooting for the Mariners. I'm sure you've all seen that video of the guys working at the Toyota in Seattle. Oh, my gosh. It's fun. It, 
I love it. We don't even have to explain this. America is rooting yes. for the Mariners. Thank you. Everybody um, hates the Astros. And we have a resident uh, Yankees whew, fanatic here. Eddie, what can we look forward to Guardians-Yankees? I, I, I feel like America might be behind the Guardians on this one. Are, are you worried about that? I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about it. If the public's behind the Guardians, that's fine because usually sharps fade the public anyway. So I'm sorry for the public, but I, the Yankees, you know, they they did pretty well versus the Guardians this year. Um, mm-hmm. I know they had a three game sweep early on. Uh, I know Judge struggles versus their pitching staff, but I just feel like the Yankees lineup is just way better than the Guardians lineup. The Guardians pitching staff is pretty good, but the Yankees pitching staff uh, ain't so bad either. They can have the ability to move some of their starters to the bullpen, a bullpen which the last like month of the season has been, the ERA is like a little over one. So the Yankees strength, um, you know, the stuff you want in the playoffs for a baseball team, which is timely hitting uh, and a good bullpen is what the Yankees have. So I feel pretty good about the Yankees um, in the game later tonight on uh, uh, on the Tuesday and going forward in the series with their pitching staff. Nestor Cortez has been really good. Luis Severino getting back healthy. Also very good, so uh, I don't think the Guardians will advance. And going forward, and I and I know this is going to be a dumb question. These are now seven game series, isn't it? Five first, and then so seven? it goes three, five, seven. <laughs> Super, I don't know. Someone I know. correct me. It's very confusing. Okay, um, my Dodgers are facing the Padres. I, I'm. I love Fernando Tatis, who is. Um, he has a cold, so he's not playing. Um, so it'll be very easy for me to be rooting for my my Dodgers, and then the the Phillies versus the Braves. That's a that's a. Queen. It happened already today, and I believe the Phillies won. Yes, they did. Um, got out to a, a roaring start. So, whew, playoff baseball it really is fun. And um, and Megan, I know that you're left out in the cold, but. You can feel our- it is fun, but it also is hard. Like if you are a fan of one of these teams and Sal has been talking about this on against all odds, it like really does consume you and you are pitch by pitch just watching yeah. it. Yeah. When I was watching the Phillies against the Braves, the Braves had a great fifth inning and they had the bases loaded at one point. And I, of course, live betted it because I was like, oh, my God, they're at home. This is it. They're I know we don't like the chop, but they're chopping back. Um, so I just threw 10 bucks on it. And then I was like, you're so dumb. But that's like the baseball fan in you. And all it takes is it's like, oh, you're one pitch away from tying the game. But you're also one pitch away from a ground ball double play that ends the inning. So pardon me for my mental health. I'm like, you know what? We'll sit this one out because with Tony, I would just get too mad. You know, we're going to get Ozzie Gia next year. We'll be back. We'll have Tim Anderson. It's all good. We're, we're good. Okay, so you're you're not throwing your support behind any of the teams. You're just watching no, to have just fun. on the bets that okay. I make, okay. and I'm going to live bet tonight, and I can't wait okay, because I am in a state where betting is legal. Okay, um, and finally. NCAA football. Um, super. The Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue, thank you. Beating another ranked team. I mean, not like that good. But, ooh, they tried to lose. And Mama said, nope. You and the Colts, you try to lose. But Mama had a two-victory weekend. Very happy with them. Um, Georgia is I think back. Northwestern should be kicked out of the Big Ten oh, if they wow. don't fire Pat Fitzgerald. Because Oof. the product has just gotten so bad. bad. He it's needs bad. to go. It's time. Kick him out of the Big Ten. Nobody wants to watch that garbage. Um, Georgia is back on top, um, beating Auburn. And Alabama was able to squeak by without Bryce Young, who I think is going to be back this week, is what they're saying. Um, the Notre Dame-BYU Shamrock Series in Vegas, uh, they won and so Eddie yeah. is, Eddie's, Eddie's Terrible cranking. uniforms. Eddie's cranking. He's got Jets, Yankees, and Notre Dame playing well. Eddie. Who's Congrats. got it better than Eddie right now? Nobody. No. I we'll saw see. him and Jada made a delicious meal last night. It looked like eggplant, potatoes, and steak. I gave it a emoji clap on Jada's Instagram. Delicious. Yeah, why didn't you invite Megan and Mikey Meatballs over? What the <laughs> hell? That was, I mean, we're starving over here, waiting in line for Trader Joe's samples, and you're having gourmet meals. What the heck? Well, yeah, I, I cooked that myself after a long day of, besides working, having to go to Home Depot and Costco. Yeah. Uh, being, we, being like a, what you call like a homeowner is not fun, because I actually have to do tasks now like an adult. No, when you said uh, you had Home to go Depot, to... Home Depot, 
did you ask for help to find things? Because um, something my husband loves to do is not ask what aisle things are in. And at Home Depot, it's just impossible. You have to ask. There's no way you're going to find it without asking. Oh, yeah, we definitely asked. We definitely asked. And we needed okay, opinions good. on stuff, too. So we, we had to involve the, the workers. They're very helpful. So thank you. Yeah, when you said you had to go to Home Depot and Costco, I go, oh, he's got a tough day ahead of him. Um, UCLA beats Utah. UCLA, okay, I'll take it. I'm happy. I, uh, USC is my California team. Yes, I like them both. They both play very close to me. Uh, so I, I root for them both. <laughs> I know that's not allowed, and I don't care. Um, and then uh, Texas shut out Oklahoma. That's brutal. That's, that's a big rivalry game, and to just be completely shut out, pretty embarrassing for the Sooners on that front. Um, Purdue, I just want them to make it to a bad bowl game. That's all I want. And I think it may happen. I just want Northwestern season to be over. That's okay. all I want. And now and I have I have decided that USC, they're one of my teams. Oh, great. And Tennessee <laughs> is another one of my teams. So okay. I'm I'm behind the Vols this year. Okay. Uh, they got a big game against Alabama this week. Harry got me on to them from listening to Against All Odds. He's really been behind their quarterback, Hooker. He's made a very good case for them beating Alabama and then going on to beat Georgia, which I know is a very tall task. But, hey, you- I'm behind them. Let's Let's go. Do you think Harry is behind their quarterback, or do you think Harry's just behind someone named Hooker? It could be both. <laughs> okay, great. Harry loves hookers. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't, right? You know, oh, hookers need loving. The oldest profession in the world. And you know what? Hats off to those gals and guys. Um, on because, that- listen, we know it's tough work. You can't even climb a pole. And I couldn't either. No. Um, and with those shoes on. Have you ever seen those shoes when they got, like, the goldfish swimming in them? I said, no, flats for mama. Air Maxes. Listen, I'll run five marathons before I do any of that crap. Um. All right. Go Dodgers. Uh, go Yankees as I extend that. I will, I think, actually be rooting for the Guardians. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, and we will be back next week. And let's hope the Colts win too. Those Giants are looking good, Eddie. The Giants are looking good. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you later. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.